2: Hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast Straight White Whale. My name's Darren Connell. You should know that by now because this is the 24th episode. We're back after a short break. My producer and um, director and gaffer and friend, potential lover was away for a week so <laughs> it, it feels like uh longer than that so it's good to be back and it's also really nice and surprising um the amount of people that have been in touch um asking where the podcast's been so we have got a new sponsor before we get into the the madness i want to give them a shout out um arguing co it's a legal firm um You'll see in the screen their logo and their contact information will pop up. No, I wouldn't get people to sponsor the po- the podcast that I wouldn't trust. I know Alan; he's a he's a good guy, and as as you know, I've I've only had people like you know G Ross and uh, the hair transplant place to sponsor the podcast, and um, I know that the he's a good person, so. If you're struggling and you need advice regarding, you know, family stuff, uh, parking fines, any stuff like that, get in touch. Even a Wilmette. You can write out a will. See if you need a will. See if you hate your brother or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you're trying to protect your assets. <laughs> Aye.
2: So say for instance, uh, you're Bobby Scott's ward and you've been waiting for that big break. And then you get that big break and then the brother that you hate does that. Where's my money? I'll be like, i go got to, to write me out a will. You're getting nothing, you cunt. So, and see, the thing is, they're so nice and they're so good and you can trust them that see how, if you have got a problem and you feel like you need legal help, you can get in touch with them and see if that's not what they specialise in. He'll send you in the right direction. That's how good they are. So, if you need help, get in touch with them. That's his details.
1: Do I caution a cautionary about a will? Yes. My uncle died of COVID, right? Hadn't he seen his daughter since she was four. Left everything to my ma, she came in and took it all. You're kidding not? No, because he didn't write her out of the will. Apparently, like, if you've got kids, you need to write them out the will. It's no applicable or valid for you to just leave them out. You need to be like, I specifically say that this person does not get any of yeah. my, my assets. Mate, I'm writing every cunt out my will. <laughs> Who are you leaving your money to? Me? Mate, I'd I, honestly I would rather leave it. I'm
2: not saying I'd rather leave it to you like you're a dog. <laughs> it would make me feel so much better knowing that you would get my stuff. That's how bitter, that's how crippled with resentment I'm. I would, you know what, you know how I says Alan's a good guy and he would tell me, he'd tell me to fuck off. I'd be like, write on in the wall. Own fucking A4 paper with a crayon. <laughs> oh my god, I'm getting shooting pains in my neck, man. I hate people so much.
1: You get stressed. I like, hate people. Pure stress pains for talking about Wills.
2: Aye. So, I mean, it's good to be back, Paul. Aye, mate. I know you've been working very hard with your numerous jobs and productions. Uh, I think the last time we did a podcast was two weeks ago. Aye. Um, did you enjoy your break?
1: I absolutely loved it, mate. Yeah. It was great. Although, like... I went to Amsterdam, yes, and it was kind of, you know, it wasn't a mental Amsterdam trip.
2: That's what they all say.
1: No, it, it genuinely wasn't. Um, it was very, you know, it was very PC, it was very, like, couple-y, um, yeah. which that, you know, we just picked that place to go, but um, it was supposed to be a London trip, and we ended up in Amsterdam, but Amsterdam has got no mask mandate, no distancing, everything's just when England went back to normal, everything went back to normal. Mm-hmm. We were sitting on the last day having a fucking a pancake, a crepe or whatever, a fucking Dutch pancake. Uh, and my mate was pure, oh, it's so good to get back to normal. I was like, mate, see if we don't catch COVID here. My mate and his missus got COVID. Really? <laughs> I, mate. Dave, wow. after looking back, sent me a text. That's me tested positive for COVID. I was like, well, that's what normality gives you. But yeah. no, it was <laughs> it was very good. Mate, I just, I needed time to just, like, relax. Yeah. Melnet and Elsie, if I didn't go away, I'd have still done that. Like, just, I think even when I came back, I had, like, two or three days after. The two or three days after I had when I came back were kind of what I needed. Yeah. I was burning out, like, fuck. Uh, and I knew that because I was getting grumpy. Yeah. And shitting on everything. See, so when you get that way, where you're just, like, everything's shit. Yeah. I was getting a wee bit like that. Aye, it was good.
2: I'm glad that you're back. Glad that you're recharged, and um, you know, cause that it's weird. It's been a strange year. Like a couple of weeks ago, I came in here and I was fucked before the Mm -hmm. podcast, and I was like, I hope this is no COVID. I done five tests through it, but I was fucked for 16 days. Right, so. I never even had the energy to go for a test at a centre. But the tests that were gain, that I was getting myself in the house were negative. Mm-hmm. And then see when I did feel better. I mean, this was 16 days lying in my bed, mate. Like, I can walk everywhere. And I went to walk uh, through Springburn into the Toon. And I couldn't even walk. I had to get, like, get a taxi back. Right. So I think it was COVID. And then I started to feel better. I went for a sauna and a steam room. Sitting in the sauna and the steam room, and there was a guy there that I kind of know, saying, "My my missus is fucked with a cold, man. I hope I don't get it." And I just done that. I bet you I'm going to catch a cold after that. So, 16 days I was fucked. Uh huh. Soon as I went there, I got the cold.
1: Oh, did you? Yep. Oh fuck. So that's
2: like three weeks, mate. I've been like essentially lying in my bed doing nothing. And uh, the day I was like, do you know what? Short zone, I'm going to walk it to the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I got probably 500 meters from my house and somebody drove past us and just, all right, you got a lift.
1: So I get a lift.
2: Aye. <laughs> <laughs> so i walk it back. <laughs> I'll walk it back, mate.
1: Sounds like COVID, but if it's like you can't walk the for yourself and can't get yourself out of bed, but you know, who am I? Well,
2: do you know who I, how I think it was COVID? because i forgot my bank pin and then i forgot uh god i'm forgetting what i've even forgot my (laughs) bank pin and something else it was like my apple id and my email
1: my password
2: I, i was forgetting all that shit right and i'm never really like that mate so even like Simplicity, I was just struggling with well with that shit, so I think I had COVID.
1: Aye. Somebody else was saying the same thing, they were like, um, wasn't he feeling well, had a cough, had a fever, lost a wee bit of taste it was testing negative yeah fuck knows what's going on mate
2: well i never lost taste because i fucking scalped just eat every single night <laughs> that's the only disease that you can have
1: fucking donna meat and chips with <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the antidote to covid chips Hi. cheese and meat.
2: <laughs> chips cheese and donna we're on it to the morrow
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh mate i love chips cheese and donor meat it's, right. it's the best actually like just as you say that like i went to Old for one in my usual on uber eats and it come up flagging away uh um cleanliness what concern. A, a bad review no like an actual glasgow city council have said that this place is kind of like no all right and wow. you might want to consider no eating here on uber eats wow I and might. did you still get it ah, fucking right i did <laughs>
2: Uh, that's the same. There's a place in Springburn called Gills that sell kebab meat. And uh, I know that Gary, Gary Folds is fucking mad for it.
1: Right. And the both of
2: you are absolutely mad for it, man. Uh, fuck knows what they've got in that place, but it's addictive. It's like more addictive than smack.
1: <laughs> Aye, they're putting fucking crack cocaine on it. They're fucking... Right, so here we go. Such and such takeaway. No say names. Because their food's banging, mate. Has a FHIS rating of improvement required? This was updated on the 17th of the 4th, 2022. And then it gives you like foodstandards.gov.scot. Like, um, before ordering, please contact the restaurant directly and ask to speak to a member of the staff who can assist you with the information. <laughs> so I like Uber Eats are fucking flagging uh, cleanliness. I've never seen that before. Near have
2: So see, when you read that, what did you order?
1: <laughs> I got uh, buffalo chicken wings, and I got a mixed kebab.
2: Not bad. Mm-hmm.
1: Need diarrhoea, but I actually was like to myself, I need to pay attention if I get diarrhoea the more. Bad decisions <laughs> have been made, but no, nothing happened. You're
2: all right. So I was like, fuck it. I had a bowl of mince last night for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> just a, just for, a bowl of mince. For the first time in about five years. Aye, it was like a glass salad bowl that when I was a vegan, I had all my salads in and (laughs) last night I was like, fuck it, I'm having a bowl of mince. (laughs) So I was like a small (laughs) packet of mince and I just made it and I kind of put seasoning in it and I made it into like some tacos and stuff. But essentially when I made it and it was in the bowl, it was mince and then I added shit to it. So it was all right.
1: A bowl of mince, man. But I've
2: changed my diet because i wasn't beating myself up there it's really important to realize that see when you're struggling if you're stressed with work and stuff see if you put on weight or whatever or if you're not going to the gym who gives a fuck so but for the last couple of days i've took a page out of paul's book because paul doesn't eat until later on at night and i've been doing kind of one meal a day right and i tell you it mate, it was the best fucking bowl of mints I've ever had in my life.
1: mince crack sprinkled. Honestly, it was like,
2: even just taste better, man. You're like, oh, this is amazing. Uh,
1: I got somebody tell me that that's an eating disorder. I've got an eating disorder. Yeah. I, intermittent fasting is classed as an eating disorder. Do you know,
2: I've had help for, there's a fellowship for, for disordered eating Mm -hmm. and uh, very similar to alcoholics anonymous and uh, they give you a questionnaire and on the questionnaire uh, fasting's a no-go is it really yeah right and it triggers a lot of things with people with eating disorders and i can understand it and i've been there because numerous times in my life i mean the first lockdown i fasted for over 100 days in a row but see, the very first time I ever fasted, mm-hmm. because it's like the first time you take an AK it's the best AK in the world. The first time you fast, it's the best feeling. Mm-hmm. I was getting euphoric, manic highs of fasting, and when I was eating and all that, I, I was like giggling and laughing and all that <laughs> when I was eating. So I think that
1: is an eating disorder. Right. Okay. Maybe we'll take a look at it, man. I don't know, man. I, I, um, I don't know what do i think about that i think it depends on how you use it right see if you're using it as like a um as a way to like restrict i suppose it's restrictive just as it is isn't it yeah see if you're using it i suppose in an unhealthy way i've never had any health problems like so maybe technically i do have disordered eating but it doesn't impact me in the way that it would impact somebody that's had problems with like bulimia or anorexia yeah. or whatever. I think it boils
2: down to like, you could drink alcohol every day and not be an alcoholic. I think that like, you know, mm-hmm. you're a wee retired old guy. You have a dram before your dinner every night. I don't think that's alcoholic drinking. It's, you know, you can have a pint and a dram and, and no be an alcoholic. no be an alcoholic. So you, I think you can be fat. You can do fasting and, and not have an, eating, an disorder. eating disorder it's it's really just down to the individual
1: very nuanced though when you think about it how do you how do you then qualify for them to be having an eating disorder and using fasting i suppose we would maybe need to look that up if it's like you don't get a sufficient amount of calories mm-hmm. um that's an eating disorder but you can have disordered eating but yeah. not an eating disorder a fucked up one, I don't know mate, maybe look into this a wee bit more, but I've never had anything negative happen to me through fasting Yeah. I, the one thing that I would say is I don't recommend it to people I've never said to people, like you should try fasting, uh-huh. I don't really give a fuck, like it's just something that I've always I've I, done for a long time you know I've been
2: I mean? a lot kinder to myself with it see if I want a cup of tea during the day I'll have a cup of tea mm-hmm. or like coffee with milk in it and stuff I'll have that you know, liquids, but I won't rip the cunt out of it. Like, obviously I'm not having a full fat coke or something, but if I want a cup of tea with some milk in it, I'm doing it.
1: With just like a wee tiny bit of milk? Aye. Aye. But I
2: won't eat food.
1: Aye. Is that breaking your fast, having like a fucking...
2: I think it is. uh, The technical way, it is. You're breaking a fast, but I still lose weight. I mean, see the first lockdown, I remember I did a 40... Boredom, right? You get this thing called I think it's a gladiator fast. It's a seventy two hour fast. Right. And I've managed 49 hours. Right. <laughs> and see 49 hours, mate. I think your body goes into ketosis. Oh, absolutely. But there was two things that I noticed. See my breath stinking Stinkin'. of shit, aye, mate, aye. Like human shit, like waste. Uh huh. And my kneecaps were so painful that I couldn't walk. Like, see the pain on my legs. Right. Like, shooting pain. So, what,
1: inflammation's kicked in or something, man. That's weird. I
2: think so. So, I was, like, Googling and it was saying that that's your body recovering or fixing itself. But I remember lying on my bed and at points I was actually, like, with my the pain in my, my legs. Uh huh. But it's mad how your body changes. Like I'm struggling to go, like, eight hours without food now. But back, in, back then I was, like, uh-huh. addicted. Addicting, i don't know if man.
1: that i don't know if fasting for that long is really good for you
2: nah i don't it, know man because i'm on a lot of pages on uh facebook and stuff and i've left them all but you get mad cunts that are doing 70 hour fasts it can make you lose hair as well so you Aye, that you're
1: stressing your body like this is the thing that i i really like about it is is that it helps you manage your stress response yeah so and like your your body's acclimatized to a certain amount of stress. And obviously when you're getting into ketosis, your body's actually eating itself. That's why your breath smells a shite. That's why your sweat smells. Yeah. It's because literally your body's using your body fat as fuel. Yeah. Fat as fuel, man. That's what you need. That's, that's going to fix your full <laughs> fucking life out there. But that's why <laughs> that, that explains the smells, right? But when you start, your hair starts to fall out. Yeah. You, you're like... Why are you doing this? i and seen somebody on Twitter and she like incessantly posts her fast. And you don't see any posts about fasting for about fucking nine weeks. She's obviously half a wagon and then you get like this. <laughs> She's
2: getting a fucking
1: mixed munchie books for that place. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get a screenshot of a fucking 40-hour fast. And it you're kind of like, why are you doing that? Like what what's the what's the point in actually doing it if you're is there any health benefits to fasting for two days every month or whatever? I I think a lot of people use intermittent fasting as a way to feel like they're in control of their diet. Definitely. That is definitely what I'm what I do. Like if I, that's why I do it. It's a yeah. way for me to control the amount of food that I shove in my fucking face because see, if I don't, I know through history that I will fucking just eat until I'm sick. Do you know what I mean? So did you fast when you were in Amsterdam? No. I don't know. no i have breaks like yeah. and some days i'll wake up and i'll be like ah, f- nah fuck it man i'm gonna have breakfast or i'm gonna have lunch but no mate i was having breakfast lunch and dinner um and then some do you yeah. know what i mean fucking did, right mate did you
2: have the munchies <laughs> ah
1: you're fucking right i didn't um why
2: well, wee- did i do that i feel fucking
1: disgusted. Yeah, of course the we do, the we do there's i mean pff, i've said previously to people See, nowadays, if you're looking, if the reason to go to Amsterdam is because you're a stoner and you're like, why smoke that weed? It's not that much better. They've yeah. upped their fucking game, mate. Big time. Aye, mate. You could get all the American strains and all that, so aye, it was proper good. Nice. It was proper good, but no, I'm I'm not like pure obsessed with it that way where if I was having a holiday or if there was like a, you know, a f- say I was going to a wedding mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, the dinner's getting served at five and I'm like, well, my fast is up at six o'clock. No. You've you've said to me before, do you want to go for some food? And I'll be like, no, nah, I'm fasting to six. You know, but if there's like that type of stuff, aye, but see mm-hmm. if there's like a special occasion or I'm on holiday, fuck it, man. Yeah. But pff, when, when I'm living my normal life, enjoy it. Aye,
2: uh, you try your best. Well, the reason why I'm doing it is I've realised I haven't really recovered from feeling rough. So I've heard that fasting helps uh you know if you've got a cold or something it speeds up recovery so and plus my skin i don't know if you can see it in the skin uh the screen but my skin feels quite bad so i'm just gonna do that no but you look fine thank you baby i was yep. gigging in edinburgh last week and uh i was gigging with a pair. i won't name him that i haven't seen in six years mm-hmm. and uh the last time he seen me i was skinny as fuck and <laughs> he said, he said something along the lines of you've put weight on but he never meant it in a bad way i know that people shouldn't say it but he said it right and see instead Frick. of just saying i i have had a tough lockdown and i've been stressed and mm-hmm. i've been trying to find somewhere to live i just done that i my thyroids are fucked so <laughs> <laughs> that's a couple of times i've said that has it Aye,
1: just want a weak excuse
2: anytime somebody says something to me about my weight i either say my thyroid's are fucked, or I'm going through the process. I get my thyroids checked. No, aye, aye. So there's nothing wrong with my thyroids. Mm,
1: there's one. I don't know why this is just coming of my head, but there's one time I accidentally shaved my side off <laughs> <laughs> when I was in like fifth or sixth year of school, and I was telling cunts I had fucking psoriasis. <laughs> That's my psoriasis. Don't slag it. I literally had lapped your straight line. It was so bad, one. Look skills what mental
2: it. Into it. I remember having a lassie pal that I loved I was in love with her right no. you know you're 13 year old you fucking you'd shag a table <laughs> you know what I mean
1: Aye, but you were in love with
2: her and I was in love with her and uh, when we get a wee bit older 18 19 I get slaughtered for that oh you used to love for her and all that and I was like but she used to tell cunts that she was pregnant like she used to walk about she never even had her hole yet and she was like used to pretend that she was pregnant so <laughs> don't judge me when I was 13 <laughs> what was she doing that for 13, mate, we were all Aye. fucking mentally ill when in school, weren't we? Aye, looking for attention. I mean, in primary school, I lied about having a bird for about four years. It wasn't <laughs> even a bird, mate. It was just made up. Pamela, I stayed up my grand, but Everybody was like, ah, your granny. No, I was like, no, Pamela's real.
1: Aye. I started to believe it. I love them. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. Was Pamela real? <laughs> you're waking up, talking to somebody like that. But sure, how many exes have you had like Well, she you include Pamela... <laughs> the imaginary but um i i love that because i'll tell people um oh i used to play football and whatever and nobody oh let me guess injury and i'm like nah i was just shite (laughs) (laughs) which is the truth it's like how did you know make it did you get injured or waiting for the pure stereotype like i shagged a bird up my grand's butt. i'm like no, i was just pish nah i was just shite
2: so it feels good to be back, do not it? Right, yeah. I have missed you, mate. I've realised right. I've got a lot of stuff going on. I've got a lot of stuff, mate. Major separation anxiety. What? <laughs> 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 Major separation anxiety. I feel like I, I'm the one that started the podcast. Really cool. As soon as you disappear for five days, I'm fucked. I'm like, he doesn't like me. <laughs> I'm telling the other country you do podcasts where I'm like, Paul doesn't he like me?" The he's <laughs> in Amsterdam. Nah, nah, something's happening.
1: <laughs> timing me, <laughs> yeah. Do you still like me, <laughs> <laughs> Darren? Mate, <laughs> I'm sorry. So if anybody finds me like strung up in here, like with my guts, <laughs> team, <thing, laughs> you know how to fucking, you know how to blame.
2: the podcast colour coming to Netflix. So I've got some good news to announce. What's that? I've got a new material night at The Stands. Um, They've gave me once a month right up until December. It's called Darren Connell and the Funny Bunch after Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch.
1: Posters are built,
2: on it. Thank you very much. Done by the amazing Pierce James. Um, I've done one night before and it was the Vegan Gorilla in Friends but I had a bowl of mince for my dinner last night, so it's not (laughs) going to be called that. Uh, And I'll be the compere, and I'm going to give the chance to more established acts, basically acts that are no arseholes, right? Mm -hmm. A chance to do newer material. The last time I did it, people like uh, Stuart McPherson, my Scott Squad friend, went up and... uh, Christopher MacArthur Boyd, amazing stand-up comedian. I just say, look, go up and say what you want, but don't rip the cunt because obviously it's a show. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's no many new material nights in Glasgow at all. So it's it's good. And the last, it was quite funny because the last time it was at twelve in the afternoon on a Sunday, and it was like my crowd that came, so it, it felt like a Friday Saturday night gig. Right. And my, my pals are going up with pads like for fuck's sake this is new material so it's coming back it's eight pound a ticket and um you can go on the stand website um and and buy a ticket and come along
1: what kind of response have you got i seen you you launched it on social media put it to your billions of fans around the the globe
2: (laughs) i feel like that's a snidey no not at all
1: (laughs) My my fans in Galloway Street,
2: <laughs> uh, I've had a good response. I've not really checked ticket sales, but I, then again, I've not uh, sorted acts for it. But nearer the time, I'll get it sorted. And you might be surprised who's doing a gig. You never know. Mm. Nudge nudge, wink wink. <laughs> it's no Frankie Boyle. It's my dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: After some of the stories in the podcast, mate, I'd probably come and see your daddy stand up. <laughs> I
2: know. The other night, I tweeted this, by the way, the other night, my niece came up, I'm upstairs sending an invoice, and do you know what I heard him say? I love the Rambo films. They're dead realistic.
1: (laughs) Brilliant, man. Fuck's sake. Mad Rab Rambo. Um, They're the most unrealistic war movies that have ever been made in their fucking life. So not a bit where he's pure shooting a fucking... uh, anti-aircraft fucking gun on, I, on the back of a fucking speedboat
2: <laughs> or the one when he, he grabs the guy's throat and he rips his throat out, or the 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 most recent one when uh he, he takes them up at the amazon in a boat and the guys are like what are you looking at Boatman, like he's totally nothing but i'm a dazaf he's fucking not i think he takes the piss out of me every single time i do a podcast he's like ah you got your podcast on thursday I'm like, I don't think I've ever filmed it on a Thursday. <laughs> Every single week he's like, at Thursday.
1: <laughs> Just go to and his head that you come here on a Thursday. Oh, yeah. That's brilliant, but they're so realistic. Um, there's a bit in one of them where he heals a fucking sh- gunshot wound with like some gunpowder, does he know, and sets it in fire. <laughs> <laughs> they're but
2: ridiculous. He's like running through Vietnam with a black wig on. Like, um, <laughs> don't know about that, but there. Da-
1: Sly Stone, you seen him recently?
2: Is he getting old? Is he Aye, struggling?
1: it oh, it's like fucking melted candle, man. Ah, he's struggling. Isn't he? he had a heart attack not a long ago, I'm pretty sure. Wow. Are they roids?
2: Some he'd a hair on him, by the way.
1: <laughs> really?
2: Lucky bastard, man. I agree. Like full. Oh, does he? Full hair? Doesn't he go bald? Uh huh. Do you know his just died recently?
1: Jackie like Stallone. four year ago or something. Right, Mad Jackie. She was a walking advert for no getting plastic surgery. Yeah, fucking horrendous, absolutely. She she known Big Brother or something? Yes. Yeah, That's... Jackie.
2: Remember that? <laughs> no, that was her fucking catchphrase. She walks in and Stallone's ex wife there, and she's like, "Oh my God, it's Jackie!" And she's like, "Yeah,
1: Jackie." <laughs> 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 the old school. Oh, I wonder what she was like when he was growing up, man wonder how many step does uncles (laughs) how many uncles he had
2: i don't want to be cruel but you're like oh stallone's got a bit of a mad face i wonder where he took that face then you see his man you're like oh, (laughs) jeans are real (laughs) runs in the family (laughs) i also discovered something very funny yesterday was watching old school wwf videos yes man what were you watching watching old school i'm no gay but this
1: this was a moment when I thought... Said every closeted gay guy ever. <laughs> By the way, no gay.
2: <laughs> also said nearly
1: every podcast I
2: feel like I'm doing. I mean, either sucking somebody's banger or say, saying I'm no gay. Uh, but it was a thing like I went through my entire childhood thinking this and I, I never realised what the truth was. So basically, I was watching old school road dog fighting Billy gun right? Bully Gun. Is that old school? Nineteen ninety nine. Right. Okay. Twenty two year ago. Right. Okay. That's old. Aye, school.
1: That is old school.
2: So he kept Bully Gun came to his song, and it's called Ass Man, and that was his name in WWE, Ass Man. Right. And he was walking to the ring, and I was thinking he's got a fucking belt in ass, like. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. And that's why I <laughs> thought. Like when I was younger, I thought he was called Ass Man because he had a good ass. Right. I never realised <laughs> that I actually listened to the song yesterday, right. and it's like I like to touch them, I like to feel them, right. I like to look at them. So, so
1: uh, it's like are you an ass or a
2: tick guy, like one of? Right, okay. So it turns out that he just loves arses, but because I'm a fucking idiot, <laughs> I thought it's because he had a belt. Well, in because and you're ass.
1: gay. Uh, <laughs> Clearly, at 14 you were like that. Eh, that, that name's so spot on he's got a fucking cracked arse on <laughs> <laughs> did he know all have fucking good arsees because they're all fucking power he's got a belt in, in his right. arse it
2: doesn't even matter if you're gay or no gay google bully gun ass he's he must know the pressure is on like if I'm called ass man I need today squats like <laughs> imagine if he had a <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if he had a pure shite in know <laughs> we flat arse. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking belter, so there we go, mate. Everybody,
1: I think some of the WWE is quite homoerotic. It seems to have kind of went back that way, came away for it where they went for like wearing spandex to wearing like jeans. Yeah, but Stone Cold Steve Austin used to come out in jeans, although he did wear a leather waistcoat and a t shirt on underneath, so that's yeah. still quite and a goatee and eyeballed goatee aviators, yeah. Looks like Rob Halford.
2: Who's that then?
1: <laughs> um, the singer for uh, fucking Judas Priest, who <laughs> was like the gayest guy that ever... It's like Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Like, people in the 70s and 80s were pure... Like, these these guys are pure hyper-masculine. Look at them up there posturing, and then they come out as gay, and you're like, what a fucking surprise. Like, There's a surprise. Aye, uh, but... So, I mean, wrestling's quite homoerotic, I think.
2: Big uh, like beefy guys fighting each other. And spandex. And
1: fucking baby oil where's all the bobbies as well what none of them had like they were all cutting about in like fucking speedos yeah and none of them you were like pure fuck's
2: sake <laughs> there must be a specialised thing in there like taping their knob to their uh, leg or something
1: or it's all the roids aye shrinks bobbies. mm mhm fucking Hulk Hogan used to look like he was wearing a nappy yeah maybe that was for the leg drop
2: They're all fucked now, and it's quite sad to see.
1: Aye, mate. Aye, they're all fucked up, man. Like, their bodies must be fucking absolutely agony 24-7. Yeah.
0: Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
2: What a job that
1: is. I don't know, fuck out.
2: <laughs> imagine being a wrestler and <laughs> like, imagine having it like, you know, everybody has a bad day. So you're like, I can't be fucked tonight, man. I can't believe I need to wrestle a match in front of 10,000 people. And I can't be fucked. It's like, no, like, you know, I just come in here and
1: wing it. <laughs> <I'm> sitting <laughs> with my shorts on. They need to be on top. I think so. Well, they kind of should, but I think some of them are a wee bit winging it. I yeah. think some of them were like crackheads and just kind of like, get out there. <laughs> and then they, they walked out and were like, oh shit, right? Aye, time to perform. Follow their uppers and downers. Rusty. Yeah.
2: Away for two weeks, feeling very rusty. Who? Me. Or you? Well, no rusty, but you know what I mean. Nah,
1: you're doing well, mate. Are alright? Aye, absolutely.
2: A <clears throat> couple of big things have happened as well in Scotland. We can go into a shop and not wear a mask anymore. When did that kick in? I think it kicked in on, this is Tuesday, I think it was like Friday. Right. So you don't need to wear a mask on public transport, in the bus, Well public transport but venues and restaurants and stuff, you don't need to wear a mask
1: anymore. Right. So we don't need to wear masks anymore then? Nope. Fuck's sake. I'm gonna still wear a mask
2: though. Like see public transport. You just need to understand going through uh Springburn on the bus is you know Ukraine is better (laughs) right now.
1: (laughs) Before before COVID you were wearing a mask?
2: Aye. Plus you need to get the fact that I mean i said i got a lift into the podcast today i didn't even know the cunt like really i <laughs> kind of know him it's like i've lived there my whole life and everybody knows me because i'm bobby so it's like every <laughs> cunt
1: talks to me man it's just stopping over your I, lift?
2: so it's like you want a lift and it's like oh that's my neighbour's fucking cousins mate
1: right and did you have anything to talk to
2: them about no no really man oh, it fuck. was just fucking <laughs> <laughs> did you
1: just sit there in silence <laughs> stern forward
2: <laughs> you're back gigging I'm like I'm alright everybody knows your business not, man.
1: Aye, mate.
2: I got out the car, uh, no, the car I got out my house the other day and my neighbour's stepped up uh, was like I couldn't help but just laugh like because, because I'm you know put a wee bit of weight on and I've no I'm just getting back into gigging mm-hmm. he's like ah, come on you can't let, like, you can't fall back into that horrible thing that you were in before, getting depressed and putting on honours of weight. You need to pull your finger out your ass, get back into it. And I'm standing there thinking, I'm actually quite happy, mate. Like, <laughs> what
1: the fuck are you talking about? Pure, I'm feeling good, like, leaving the house large, like. do you know what? I'm feeling good about the day, the day's going to be a good day. Step out the door, like. oh, Bobby, get your <laughs> finger out your fucking ass. <laughs>
2: No, mate, what mate <laughs> i'm going for a haircut i had the tunes on like lovely day lovely day and he's like ah, you're getting fat as fuck again so there we go
1: right, mate. i mean i did a video we this was a weird one a couple of weeks ago i did a video years ago uh on bbc social about porn and how mm. it's bad for you and blah 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 which it is you know but <laughs> don't know why that was funny but um <laughs> i don't know why i laughed because porn in the background <laughs> it's cause i was watching magic porn before i come on but um don't even think you can say that anymore can you no it's uh
2: it's i'm not even gonna say that canceled. either see we're not fucking scared to say <laughs> things no, now
1: mate. fuck's sake what was i saying no i and uh somebody was uh sending me well just chatting I and mean, just chatting the messages and then they were talking about porn mm. and i was like oh, right whatever just it's not like i don't know if people expect You'd be like, oh, listen, I can't talk about that or whatever. I've had a problem with that before. Don't talk about that, please. Yes. You must accommodate my every whim, every twist and turn of my life. But um, it was like four days later, sent me a DM. Now, as I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking, why the fuck did they go back my fucking Facebook feed to like five years? But they were like, oh, I just watched that video that you did on porn. I'm really sorry. I was talking about porn. Don't was that it. a female? It was a guy. Mm and i was like right and what and they're like oh you you had a problem but i'm sorry that i was talking about that like triggered you like no mate and like, yeah no like you can talk about your porn you saw you yeah want.
2: you're a big you're a big boy Aye. i shouldn't have used that term <laughs> when we're talking about porn <laughs> I trust Trust me, I'm no gay man. I just said gunn <laughs> guns get some farter on them
1: and fucking <laughs> pop some boy. banger. <laughs> wiping your mouth, Wipe the slobbers off your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is like a really shite
2: casting couch, isn't it? Like, I'm just getting my breath back, man. Two seconds, right?
1: I'm 18. <laughs> um, How old are you? Mate, 56. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've had that as well. See, when I was a vegan, I don't know if this is similar done a gig mm. and it was a weird kind of poetry night it was a mixed night poets and uh, music and comedy so mm. it was a strange night but it was a really good gig and there was a comedian up before me that was very outside the box i can't remember what the joke was but do you know the slices of ham that had the wee bear's face on it i bear. barely Billy bear meat. Billy Bear. <clears throat> right so he had bully bear meat and he was doing a joke i can't remember but it was funny and he left hunters of bully bear meat on the stage right and i went up on the stage and i was like as a joke i'm a vegan i find this offensive as a joke do you know what i mean Uh and he messaged me like i'm so sorry that i left bully bear on the stage (laughs) please forgive me and i was like mate it was a joke Uh, calm down mate for fuck's sake
1: imagine that pure oh they're a vegan don't talk about meat yeah
2: i was only a vegan to lose weight the work.
1: Aye. okay
2: go through my instagram stories and and you can under you dirty bastard was that a dig no Uh, go through my insta posts and you'll see uh, the weight loss that i did and then you'll get it why i'm saying i've got thyroid cancer to people (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> the scary thing is they're believing me that's how much weight i've got on man
1: fuck's sake you don't look like you've got a thyroid problem for fuck's sake mate <laughs> that 100 i mean we have a laugh and a joke but you don't look like you've got a fucking thyroid well, problem
2: did i tell you like um when i was sick i was swollen glands like my glands on my back of my neck were swollen right to the point that i was freaked out and i went to the gp i've said this on a a previous podcast and i was scared and uh, i had to get my blood tested and all that type of shit mm-hmm. so i was like that ah, to the nurse uh if i get something wrong with me she's like ah, no like, so is there something wrong with my thyroid nope and i was like so i'm just fat she's like aye <laughs> i was like oh, all <laughs>
1: right how shaming that when a medical professional tells you that your problem that you've went there pure i've got a problem they're like ah oh, you're fat
2: hi <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you're fat
1: happened you're... to me mate with sciatica i would oh. get referred to physio and they went this is a tall person or a fat person's problem and i and obviously because i'm six five i was like ah. she, she went but unfortunately you're both oh <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. <laughs> which I was. I can't identify about the tallness, which is what she said. Uh-huh. You can't date about your height, but you can do something about your weight. Lose some fucking weight, you fat cunt. That wasn't which She didn't say that. That's what my inner monologue said to myself. But I seriously say, it because a tall person and a fat person's problem. And wow. unfortunately for you, you're both. God. I was 25 stone at the time. 20, 20, Holy 20, fuck. 20, somewhere between, used to fluctuate somewhere between 20 and 25 stone.
2: Honestly, hi. That is crazy. And I looked, mate. I looked all right, mate. You need to show us a picture. I don't what? have any. Oh, what?
1: I, do, I genuinely don't have any.
2: God. The highest, the fattest I've ever been is 20. In 20s, like, I was struggling to breathe and all that. Mm-hmm. What hate you? I, do you know, I was one of the cunts that would say that I was six foot. Right. And then I get measured for my, mate, my mate's wedding mm-hmm. uh, recently. And honestly, I think I'm like 5'8 or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, Joe Rogan, <laughs> Joe Rogan's like five one, and he's going <laughs> Wikipedia, it's pure 5'9". You're like, is he a fuck, Aye. man? 5'8", 5'9". Well, five five this is what, I, I, I had a chat with a nutritionist, I was like pure, what the fuck, right, I need do, do something about this. And um, they were like, because of your height, you carry it. Like my BMI, they were like, your BMI is actually no that bad just because you're so tall. And it wasn't until I went on holiday uh, at Benidorm with my mates I would just take my tap off. My mate was like you need to do something about that. It's like I'd never seen like, I'd never guessed that you were that big. Wow. Well like, your clothes on, just because I carried it well. Now people say that oh, you carry it well. I must have been doing that. But I mate, I was big. Like I was big. Wow. I used to play football every single day. Feel like as far back as I can remember until seventeen. And then as soon as I left school to go to uni, it was just like I swapped playing football with my mates and playing football for a football team for Jack Daniels and fucking Marlborough Lights. So what's going to happen? And yeah. I worked at McDonald's. Yeah. You're going to get fat, mate. You know what I mean?
2: God, that's crazy, mate. You look amazing.
1: Thank you very much.
2: Not quite bully gun arse. No. You've got a good arse. Don't
1: quite have James Forrest farted, but... <laughs> 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 Do you think it's sexual harassment that fucking Celtic Muzzle take photos of his arse at the Celtic game and post it on... Uh, Twitter, aye. I think that's sexual harassment. I think so. I think uh,
2: maybe not a harassment, but I think some line is getting crossed. Definitely. Mm-hmm. People have always get something to say about your appearance, man. See when you're in the, the Z-list celebrity to people like him. I mean, mm-hmm. I just said, "Bully guns, get some arse on them." So, what the fuck am I talking about?
1: What? It's uh, complimentary. Aye. So, so people taking a photo at James Forrest backside i suppose yeah you know, my i people just get making people asking
2: me what's wrong with me
1: <laughs> you all right
2: <laughs> did that to me when you fucking came in feel really you sad well, no I fucking feel not right. that was nothing about your appearance though
1: <laughs> oh was it
2: i pick up on energy oh
1: you're i'm in, good at that you're intuitive
2: yeah i get dreams and all that. Uh, what else are we going to talk about um i've got some good some nice news positive news i'm going to announce Um, I love a charity called One Tree Planted. They're based in America. You can plant a tree for a quid. And I've always loved them. Uh, I think they started 10 years ago. The first year they planted 50,000 trees. Wow! Last year they planted I'm sure it was like 44 million or something. What? Crazy. Worldwide from India. you know they had a place they set up goals like randomly around the world. And Edinburgh was there, and they needed four hundred thousand trees, and they reached a target very quickly. So now they've set up places in Ireland, Portugal, Denmark, uh, Juventus. Every, every some day that played for Juventus said every time Juventus score a goal, I'll donate a thousand trees. Um, an Arsenal player. Said every time Arsenal get a point, um, I'll donate three thousand trees to the Amazon,
1: and then so they're still waiting on the trees for Arsenal. Are they? <laughs> 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 every time we won a game, lie, <laughs> <laughs> and then, but that's get, incredible, man.
2: It's a really, really good, amazing charity. Uh, you can pick anywhere you want, like forest fires, Australia. See, when there was a massive uh, forest fire in Australia mm-hmm. a couple of years ago Aye. and like five billion fucking animals died, um, their website crashed because so many people were were donating. So uh, Jeff Bezos, is it Bezos? Mm-hmm. Um, he donated something like a billion dollars to them over the space of 10 years, I think, Right, as part of the asos earth fund right maybe okay. not as much as a billion i think i fucked it there um but mu- like millions and millions i of hope thousands.
1: it's a billion i so where do they plant a billion trees though what the fuck
2: well they're doing this thing in africa that they're going to try and plant a uh, hundred million trees and if you go and plant a, a tree there if you pay they'll match your donation Right, and I think that match is coming from the Jeff Bezos fund. Right, so and it's only a quid. It's only a quid. So I'm gonna. I know it's only a tree. I donate money to them m- monthly anyway, and I've I've been donating to them uh, for years. But I think as a wee positive note, I think I'll plant a tree every time I do a podcast.
1: I'll match it. Aye. Aye, why no? You kidding? A quid? To plant a fucking tree?
2: Yep, and you think about it, we we plant two trees together, That's could be over 100 trees a year, and then you think those trees will be there for 50, 60, 70 Aye, years. Aye mate,
1: that's class, I think I've seen you share something about it. Yeah. Um. No, so long ago, did, did you buy a gift or something or did you yes. gift it
2: to somebody? I do that quite a lot. The family members that I don't like, <laughs> and just like, there's 30 trees you can't.
1: <laughs> like, Each tree costs 100 quid. I got you 10 <laughs> trees, but like, oh, I want the grand. Like, oh, fuck off.
2: You know, I think I've, like, that's th- class, but. it was a conscious decision by me, like, of pick a charity that you love and you know that's going to help the world instead of like walking down the street and somebody's like, donate money to the fucking parrot fund. I'd rather give money to that charity.
1: Aye, mate. I actually get fucking really annoyed with a charity muggle the other week where the guy was, like, pure... They were bouncing about the fucking street, man. They were aye. bouncing about the street. Wait, Was there a point to your tree thing? Before no, I'm I, just spread, spreading some... Aye, um, mate, that's class, but... And nice I'll give I'll you a quid every time we fucking dare podcast to oh, so, do a tree. Absolutely. And you can pick wherever you want, mate. We could do the same place... Or we could
2: pick somewhere different.
1: That's I that's dead, bad that's class. Um I but this fuck nugget was just bouncing about and I was like, oh no. Yeah. Like I've got this persona that I adopt when they come near me and nine times out of ten they're lot like, oh, and they don't even fucking talk to me. Just get this pure stony face look, just look. like I don't fucking want you to talk yeah. to me. But this guy was pure hey man how's it going pure jumping in front of me like pure whoa stop your tracks <laughs> and i was just pure no thanks mate that's i just if they did come up to me i just go no thank you like, i'm not being rude like i don't give a fuck like i genuinely don't give a fuck um and he was pure oh that's cool you don't like starving children and i was just i was, I was actually like that away if he turned the run and gone mate you realize how fucking stupid you look you getting paid like fucking 10 quid an hour yeah. To, to get money out of people, get your fucking salary to them, see if you really fucking care. Yeah, you fucking are. Awesome. So, of course, I care about starving starving children. What I don't care about is, you know, chief executives of charities getting paid 20 fucking 250 grand a year. And, you know, they're the top 1% paid CEOs in the country and they work for cancer charities. And it's like, do you know what? Fucking ram up your fucking hole. Yeah. I'll fucking feed away. I'll go in the streets of Cran Hill and I'll feed.
2: <laughs> Mate, I completely agree with you. I would rather give money to a local food bank knowing that 100%. It, it would get used than, than give it to, like, some type of charity that is doing this, you know, like, Amazon shit or something. Like, that's, you know that it's gone towards a salary than helping
1: people. Aye. So I think Cancelled Research UK has got, like, the top paid... CEO in the country it's crazy like cunts use these fucking charities as a way to just basically get a fucking job and just yeah. get some money I don't think it's right you know what I mean
2: yeah I hate the char- charity muggers, man hey man can we talk to you for a second
1: oh. you got a couple of minutes man Oh, come on bro and you're like <laughs> it's not a couple of minutes that you're wanting you're wanting yeah. my bank details and you can fuck yeah. off like get the fuck I used to give all sorts of money through my salary when I worked at Virgin they've got a thing Virgin angels i think and it's all like richard branson dup and for every pound that you give virginal pound as well like he'll match it and all that wow. sort of good stuff and it was always like do you know what like i'll fucking there's a tax benefit obviously and you know but that wasn't the reason for doing it i used to say that quite a lot but listen i, I geese straight out my salary and they're always like condemning you but the only reason that they're condemning you is because they want their commission yeah like they might get into it you know with, like some sort of good intention and thinking, well, if I'm gonna make money then sales, I may as well do it in like an ethical way and get money for a charity. But mate, fucking all oh, right, okay, yeah, that's cool. You don't you don't like you don't want to help starving kids like oh I cause you're fucking helping them, you're fucking bampock. <laughs> the way you get
2: one. I've had day cunts trap my door. <clears throat> I've had that a couple of times, but a law must have been changed because I've not seen it. I don't think in you're a allowed to don't knock
1: in Scotland anymore, mate. Yeah. I think Sky and even all the energy companies, they all had to dissolve their direct door chat themselves yeah pretty sure I've not
2: seen that in a long time but I remember a guy came to my door once and I was like you know self-employed so it was my old flat my office is in my flat mid way through work Mm -hmm. and this cunts at the door and I'm like mate get away from my door who the fuck do you think you are what was he saying it was it was a charity it was like charity busker just fucking
1: Mm -hmm. chatting doors do you want to hear about the worst one in this the this was my ex, right? They were a Down syndrome charity, bringing a Down syndrome person along with them to chat the door, and she was like, "I couldn't know." She <laughs> pure gave them the pure twenty quid a month at the max. She was oh. like, "I couldn't know," and I, I came home and she was pure, "Oh, you'll never guess!" And she's like, "The fucking chat the door, pure over here for a Down syndrome charity." And when I went to shut the door, he was pure like, "We'll do it," like, God, like my... beside the door. No, that's fucking. I think that's fucking bang out the order. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she complained, and I think rightfully so, man. Yeah. Can you imagine them bringing like a cancer patient in?
2: Yeah, and plus it's very, uh, it's very degrading to someone with Down syndrome because I, think so, I, I know people with Down syndrome have worked with people, and they're all right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To to. I have to be very careful stepping around this thing <laughs> You're like, not I'm like, starting out in a mad sweat. But it's like, you've just got Down syndrome, you can still work and, you know.
1: Aye, we would a guy with Down syndrome at work to McDonald's. Yeah. I feel well, like, I'm not even joking. <laughs> I don't know why Stop I'm laughing. laughing.
2: Nervous, it's because there's a camera facing me.
1: Pure nervous laugh, mate. It's a nervous laughter. But can you imagine that? Somebody chapping the door and being like, "Well, just canvassing for some... Donations, monthly donations for a Down syndrome trial. And then you go, no, no, they're like, here, meet Tommy. And they bring, <laughs> and that's literally what they did, mate. Like, Tommy's got a McDonald's uniform on,
2: as he did. Aye, that's pathetic. God, I had Jehovah's Witnesses at the door once and I was thinking about it, man.
1: Hey, just join them, Garanga.
2: I was like, maybe just get away from my door. Remember or sign the, the Garanga? Oh, here, they were fucking, they were. They had attitude problems. Aye,
1: mate. I used to tell me fuck off. Aye. aye.
2: There was a very, there was a guy that was very close to being violent. You're like, mate, get out my fucking face. Aye,
1: they were very hyper aggressive with yeah. our Buddhism or whatever the fuck. I remember when NTL, uh, this is a funny story. It's not really, but aye, <laughs> kind of. Is. When NTL cabled at the East end, they came running They were just. That's what they would do, you know. They dug up the street. I was already pissed off because I used to roll blade in the street and they dug up the street. I and mean, when they laid down the street, because we had the pure smooth tarmac, it was all that fucking bobbly shit, you know, like yeah. stains. So you're like, can I fucking skate? Hopefully, you're only 25 <laughs> stone. No, I was only 25, but on, <laughs> <laughs> I was like a wee guy. But this is in the 90s. Like, they, they dug up the street to put the cables down. And then, like, three, four months later, they came around the chapter door and they were obviously like, cable tv and phone line wasn't broadband and we had sky or whatever and the guy came at the door and my dad had this just this like as soon as he opened the door and they were like oh we're fair he would just go nope and just shut the door right like pure rude as fuck when you think about it but you don't owe them anything and you're in your own fucking house <laughs> exactly Aye, you're in your own you're house you're in your own house man you can you don't need to you don't owe them anything. You're even if you're walking down the street, you don't owe them anything. Yep. Yes, is the problem is is the entitlement of it. Like I don't I, I don't owe you an excuse, an
2: explanation, or nothing. You're approaching me your and stop fuck
1: off. I've stopped being like of oh, I'm busy or oh, I'm caught to catch a trainer, I'm got to the gym. I've stopped that. That's why I just go no thank you. Because you don't owe them fuck all and I'm not got to the gym. I just don't want to fucking talk to you, Are you hippie. Yeah. Getting on. I'm very happy. I'm I'm a bit happy as well. Just thought that before. No, it's all right. It wasn't any funny at all? Aye, but
2: they're smelly hippies. Aye, you're a cool hippie. I'm a
1: good hippie. But my dad would just have this thing. He would dance the door, um, and I'll tell. you, Actually, see if it was Watchtower. What are they born again Christians of the Jehovah? Yes, that's Jehovah. He would talk to them. I don't know why, but he would talk to them. Maybe he was curious. No, I think he. I think he felt sorry for them a wee bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he'd be like, oh, "Do you want a cup of tea?". I'll buy your watchtower, like, whatever it was, right? And yeah. see, when my dad passed away, the wee watchtower woman was genuinely gutted when she came to the dorms, like, oh, no, sorry, my dad's dead, and she was like, oh, oh that's... I like, actually, like, once a month, we'd come and talk to my dad and have a cup of tea. But this NTL guy, anyway...
2: That's nice, by the way. Aye, I think that's he just nice. fucking
1: felt sorry for them, because he knew if they're getting sucked in by fucking born-again Christianity or whatever, there's something missing in their life, or whatever, like that. Uh-huh. But, uh, aye, the NTL guy came i'm in my room right and i just hear the door and i just know the script if it's gonna be a fucking salesman he's getting told to get default beyond the door and the guy's like oh hi mr Shieldsworth, here for ntl and my dad just went no and just shut the door the guy put his foot in the door and i remember standing at the top of the hall and going, oh fuck. Wow. and the guy went like looked at me like sort of puzzled and my dad fucking ragdolled this guy around the front garden it was like that but and Wait a was, minute. See when you say put the foot through the door, he deliberately kicked the door. No, he put his foot in the door. Oh. So my dad answered with a storm door, so you could like my dad would leave the front door actually open, but would shut the storm door to like let like during the summer. And this is like summer pure picture. on them He the guy chapped the storm door. My dad opened the storm door. It's just like we swing door. It's not a big heavy door or anything. And he went over Buffy, and my dad went nope, and just shut the door. And the guy put his foot in the door to stop the door from shutting. Holy fuck! And said something like. Well, if you don't want me to save you money, that's fine. And I was pure, oh fuck. And the guy was just like, what? My dad just grabbed him, and just ragged all, didn't he punch him or kick him or anything like that. Just like you would with like a paper bag, just did that side to side with the wee guy and <laughs> just threw him down the front garden. And was wow. like, don't you fucking dare put your foot in my fucking door. Wow, oh my God. So that was the type of treatment cunts to get if they came fucking cold calling my <laughs> okay, fucking, wait a minute. That's what he gets. <clears throat> Aye, mate. You think so? You think it's a bit far?
2: I mean, maybe I've just had a bad day today, man. <laughs> fuck them, man. <laughs>
1: Fucking NTL cunt. Fuck
2: them. I mean, I was, when I was walking along here to come to this podcast, there was a guy um, talking to people and I had my headphones on
1: and I just. Patched them?
2: I never patched them, but I started speaking. So I thought that he would f- think that I'm on the phone. Uh huh. But. I'm just like I'm not in the mood. I do a lot of charity work. I do a lot of charity gigs. I donate to charities. What else do you want? Could be skint,
1: mate. Aye. Like fucking fuel, like house costs have just doubled overnight, and they are trying to give you guilt. Aye. To give you a fucking five or a month, man. It's like go I, away. I, I get
2: it on Facebook and all, mate. People messaging me, they think that I'm some like you know. They watch Scott Squad, so they think I'm famous. They think I'm rich. Like think you're minted i am minted and i'm like here wait a minute i'm living in my fucking old bedroom in Spring- springburn mm-hmm. like i'm in my dad's house because i'm fucked like he's a brick man
1: ah uh, you don't need the guilt aye. aye it's ridiculous mate
2: um an hour is plenty that's all you're getting you yes, smelly bastards i was nearly <laughs> did i tell you the story that i nearly became a jehovah's witness no i was very very close to being a jehovah mate because when I was depressed and under the influence of alcohol and drugs, mm-hmm. um, before I did stand-up comedy, I wanted to be a barber. And do you know what? I don't give a fuck if they find this out, but I got a work placement in a barber's and they were Jehovah's Witnesses. Right. And put part of the Jehovah faith as they try. It's like an ALCA AA thing. It's a 12-step thing. Uh-huh. So when I was there and I was depressed and I couldn't break the cycle of drinking, they tried to make me a Jehovah's Witness. And at that point in my life, it was very appealing because I remember, I think I was 24, right? maybe 23. right? And I remember, because he said, you know, we look after each other, we'll help you get a job. Then you marry as well, you marry into your faith. So, we'll help you get a bird. <laughs> I said maybe no right. for word, they never said there's one for word, but <laughs> done that. We'll help you get a bird, we'll help you get a house and you'll get away from drugs and drink. And I thought, aye, <laughs> all aye right.
1: Mate. it's they try to radicalize you. Aye, that's how cunts end up on jihad.
2: But you know, I was depressed, I knew them as people, they were good people, and I thought, fuck it, man, I'll be a Jehovah. And uh, uh
1: it took do you think that and i don't know why this is just thing made, It it's easy it's the it's, it's one of the paths of least resistance in life yep. if you just go boz deep into a fucking religion
2: it's like getting to jail being in the jail appeals to me
1: because <laughs> okay <you don't, laughs> so being you don't, a jehovah's witness is like being in a jail i think so explain you don't yourself have,
2: well, we, I mean, obviously prison's fucking terrible, right? But mm-hmm. no You get your bed, ah, you get your yeah, free right. dinners, and uh, you get access to a gym. I was thinking like that with the Jehovah faith. They're going to help me get a job. I'm surrounded in that circle. I won't be surrounded by drugs. Fuck it. And then my, my mate pulled me aside, and my mate was like, you actually serious? You
1: mm-hmm. That's what Scientology is isn't it, man. They just look for people that are lost. Aye. And searching for something, and they go, Here's something. Hi. Do, do you like it? And they're like, Nah, but I'm buying it.
2: Mate, I've thought about Scientology, and all like maybe to get better acting gigs and stuff. I would sign <laughs> up, <man>. fuck <laughs> it."
1: Dialectics and Aye. the fucking or, the email. Or, or a
2: mason or something. So I, I'm not a Jehovah's anymore uh, because they were going through the things you can't eat black pudding. I was like, Fuck
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> like, eh, Darren. Uh, we know you're struggling with life and but we'll give you a wife, we'll give you a job, we'll give you a, a house and you're like, hmm, but you can't eat black pudding. You're like, fuck that. Get, to get fuck that to fuck your fucking. What do
2: you mean I can't have a black pudding supper? God, why would God want to cause me that pain? <laughs> Plus, see when, you know, you get blinded by people's life and you're like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. But I was like, some of them were taking gear and all that type of shit. I'm like, you are no really real jehovah's witnesses right so get yourself to fuck anyway that is the end of the podcast we've done over an hour after a two-week break i think that's very good no much editing or anything needs to get done don't think so mate
1: uh again <laughs> another shout out to uh, argue and co mm-hmm.
2: yes thank you very much to argue and co i argue um the information will pop up on the screen i might Fucking need to phone him one day when we're getting cancelled. Uh, <laughs> talking about cunts with down syndrome at the door. That happened. <laughs> I fight. I. That's true. That Sorry, fucking, I just slabbered there. That fucking happened, man. So if you if you need help, any legal advice, anything like that, Wolves get in touch with our Q and Co. And um, this will be up as soon as possible. There's no major rush. If you would like to buy me a coffee. That goes towards me. Um, Alan's nice enough to cover costs of the the venue stuff. So, um, aye, and also see if you're a a regular listener to this podcast, can you please rate it? Because it's had a lot of rates and shares on Spotify and stuff, and it's done well. But if if you've not done it, can you please do it? Because it genuinely helps me and Paul, and we want to keep doing this, and we enjoy it. So thank you very much god bless and moan the fucking watchtower